It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not to a tag of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Tua, Tonga, Viloa. Dolphins quarterback. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. What's got you all smiley, dude? You. Why? Because you are off your rocker today. I don't understand, man. I'm just trying to walk in and have a nice Friday. It just got ruined by Kevin Pelton. That's all. I think you worry about the wrong stuff, dude. Yeah. Like, like people don't have all the information you have. Because you fine. follow the team, and and so we'll say no. Then then then, then don't be an idiot. Don't 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 say things like he said. They're not don't, called talking heads for nothing. Don't don't act like what he's doing is a mirage. Just be like, you know what, Zach? I think you're right. He does deserve to be an all star, and then just move on. Don't try and don't try he didn't and say he didn't deserve it. He did say that basically. He said he was lower on his list. Okay, great. But my follow up question would have been, um, if that's the case. Then who would you put in instead? Like we we all have not this guy, not this guy, not this guy. Well, if that's the case, then who? And that's always a question that I ask. You know, we we have these conversations with quarterbacks all the time. This guy isn't good enough for us. This guy isn't good. okay. Well, who? Let's get to uh, some headlines here. Brought to you by New Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. All right. Pro Bowl, you guys got that this week, and enjoy that. I'm I'm out on I'm it. I'm out. But congratulations to all the Dolphins that are there. You guys, watch anything yesterday? Nah, I saw some stuff on social media, and I realized that mm. yeah, no. Yeah, what do they have? They had the uh, the dodgeball yesterday. Did you yes. watch any of that, Marcos? Uh, the dodgeball was very uh, boring. If I had to be honest, I don't know what was going on. That's not entertaining. Got to get rid of that. I do like the skills challenge though. I did like seeing uh, the quarterbacks. Hit stuff from from far away with a football. Right. I don't know. Simple, but I like it. I think it's cool. You saw everybody there yesterday. Chubb and Teron Armstead and Tyreek, Tyreek. and Xavier Howard. Tyreek had a drop in dodgeball. Oh, like, did he? Oh, wow. All right, Tyreek. You know, offseason, I see. Well, I hope Ty- they enjoy Vegas. That's about it for, for, for that. But, uh, yeah, there was this beef. Leroy was talking about it last segment. From uh, Julian Love, Giant Safety. He went on Good Morning Football and he says basically that he goes, I don't like it. He's in for a free ride. You guys could coach this team. That's that's how I mean, come on. They have a talented roster. He's just doing the best that he can do. I think it's a player's league and he's just taking a step back and letting his team play. Okay. So okay. Basically okay. saying Nick Sirianni is doing nothing. He's just there with his uh, with his Eagles cap on 
doing nothing and uh, he has nothing to do with their success. And you know why that is absolutely unbelievable? Because they have a first-year coach. And their coach that got fired had the same talent. Right? True. So go so to say coaching doesn't matter when you have been through a situation where coaching matters is a joke. It's a pretty crazy thing. To to say the guys there along for a free ride is very disrespectful. Yeah, I would have yeah. preferred the schedule softness. And, as opposed to saying well, the, the coach has a It's probably tough for them to say schedule softness because if you're in the same division, you probably have oh, the same that's schedule. True. That's probably true. But it's uh I just think that's a crazy thing. Leroy makes a great point. Like Brian Dayball seemed like he turned things around for them. But right. Nick Sirianni, he has a, he has a problem with because he feels right. like so he's just what's there. What's gonna happen here? Because the Giants were were really good in in spots this year. Like they were. They turned it around. So if they compete for a title next year, right? And and their coach's second year. Is he going to say the same thing? Do you feel like he's going to say the same thing about his coach? Obviously, talent is super important, but I would say, like this is the sport where coaching matters the most, doesn't it? It he, here's where coaching matters in football more than any other sport. First of all, you have to get more guys on the same page with the same attitude, with the same mentality. Yeah. Right. And. And nobody's ever on the same level, okay? So you might have rookies who may be easier to to get on that on that path, right? But you might have older veterans, quarterbacks, D linemen who are uh, intricate parts of your team that may take a long a little bit longer to sell on what you're trying to do. So that's what makes you know, uh, football is so different is that you got a 35-year-old playing with a 23-year-old. And they're they're from two different – and as a coach, you got to bring all that together and have them all believe the same thing. Now, we're seeing that here. Everybody's bought into what Mike McDaniel is doing. You see that in Philly because nobody's ever said a negative thing about Nick Suriani. Even, even after everybody made fun of him all last year. Well, right? I made fun of his press conference for sure. His press conference, right. And and now you have a new coach with the Giants who seem to turn this thing around right away. Yep. So it, it, it becomes, you know, it's a different thing. Like, you know, you can, think- be, you can be a, a, a great coach but a terrible head coach, right? And 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 that's the thing that gets lost in sports is that you hire a great coach, but it's the other things that play more of a role in whether you can turn this team around. The attitude, the mentality in which you go about daily work, the way you prepare for games, how focused are you on the day-to-day and the game, the in-game, you know, decisions that have to be made? Like, these are all things that everybody can't do, even though the starting point is great coach. 
I do. And we also saw that too. When I, what an issue it was with, uh, you know, when players did not get on the same page at the end of the season. And a lot of that had to do with because of all the injuries, how tough it was getting all that communication going. And yeah, we saw some struggles even from from Mike being able to get everybody on the same page. Right, because he's Lincoln. a first time coach, too. And and so, you know, it, it, for all of it to come together in the first year when you have a coach going through some of the same things that your young players are going through. It is an incredible feat. And and so and so when you see what's going on in New York and what their coach is doing, how anybody on that team, based on what they've been through the last couple of years, how anybody on that team could say to another team, oh, your coach is just along for the ride. It's the players. Right? It is it's kind of funny because you guys weren't world beaters. The only person I can say that about for a fact, and everybody will agree with me, is Switzer, Barry Switzer. When he took over for Jimmy Johnson. Oh, yeah, he was caretaker. He was, he was he along was, for the ride. Right. Or how about, uh, what about down here? Coker. In Miami. Coker, Coker was along for the ride, dude. Okay. So you know what it looks like. For sure. It does not look like what he's talking about. I don't think so. so. He just I don't think so. Like, and sour. I mean, he just got eliminated by them. You know, it's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. You know what? If, if if I'm a head coach and and I'm supposedly along for the ride, I'm gonna be like, giddy up, let's go get this chip. <laughs> and you know what? If I'm Nick Sirianni, you know what I'm doing after the Super Bowl? If I win it, I'm going outside of a Walmart with one of those horses and just get on it, put a quarter in, and then put it on Twitter and say, just along for the ride. <laughs> right? We'll take, yeah. like, who cares? We'll take a quick break. Back with more for this. Sumba. Everybody, Tobin and Leroy here with you. Talk some more hoops later on in this show. Uh, Cristo Saltas, the legend, he's going to join us in about 15 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the all star team that was named yesterday. Hello, bum. Hello, bum. So, we will uh, talk to him all the way from Greece. This dude's up at three in the morning watching hoops every single night, getting on these Zoom calls. So, uh, we will talk some. Uh, NBA what time is it him. there? I think they're five hours ahead right now. I think it's five, six hours ahead. I'll ask him when he gets on. Four o'clock. But a little piece of interesting news, Leroy. Uh, Brian Flores, he uh, is interviewing for the Denver Broncos defensive coordinator position under Sean Payton. I can Uh, see it. I can see it. Think about about Sean Payton and how he goes about what he does and Brian Flores is, you know, well, I understand. It is still interesting though. You'll recall Brian Flores is suing the NFL specifically. One of the teams mentioned was the Denver Broncos for what he, I believe described as a shill interview. And didn't he accuse John Elway of showing up hungover to his interview? Oh, that was it, right? Yeah. Well, dude. Wait a minute. 
You know what? Very interesting. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Marcos, these moments only come periodically, like locusts. Okay? Now you have a problem with this? You didn't have a problem with Denver bringing back Vic Fangio? Yeah, but Vic Fangio wasn't suing wasn't suing the Broncos. He was the head coach and got fired! Well, he didn't take the job, did he? <laughs> but here's, here's the other... No, hold on. No, hold no. on. That's only one wrinkle. Think about this. This is the other oh, thing that's crazy about it. You listen. Do you remember any of the crap that comes out of your mouth? Hear me out. This is the other interesting twist to it. Sean Payton and his plan to take over the Dolphins with Tom Brady and Vic Fangio is essentially the reason Brian Flores was fired. Like, is it? Oh, dude, of course. Like, that's the whole point. Why else would they fire a guy with back-to-back winning seasons? And all of a sudden, there's this plan in line where they're going to have Sean Payton, Tom Brady, and Vic Fangio come down here, and Brian Flores nuked all of it. So how crazy would it be if he ends up coaching on Sean Payton's staff, a saboteur of his own career? Clearly. Very crazy. If this were to happen... Then you think maybe your story was a little off? No, no. Does no. Brian, hold on? Does Brian Flores seem like the dude that's gonna let bygones be bygones? If that's true, could be a big setup. Maybe he's making oh, champagne fail from within. No. A fox in the hen house, dude. What are you doing? Classic fox in the hen house. What are you? Doing? Do you hear yourself right now? I I, I don't think it's this is lunacy. It's not lunacy though, dude. He dude, was right there. Dude. He had a job, and then this Sean Payton weaseled his way with with Stephen Ross to try and take his job. Got him fired. Let me set this up for you. This is how Tobin imagines the the conversation goes between Sean Payton and uh and and uh and Brian Flores. Give me a ring, somebody. Yo, Brian. It's Sean Payton. Hey, what's going on, Sean? Now, I do realize that in the past, if what Tobin is saying is true, I cost you your job. Basically. So here's what I would like to do. You're an excellent football coach. I want to bring you in as in a lesser role because I'm the head coach now. Yeah. To run my defense. Pretty crazy, right? How does that sound? That sounds crazy. I know. That's crazy. Hold on. Think about that. That is crazier than the Vic Fangio thing. Are you? I agree. I agree because Vic Fangio is actually friends with Sean Payton. Here's the other thing that's crazy about it. Think about this. Oh. What about what I, if, I, I, I could I, I could actually respect this from Brian Flores. What if hold on, hear me out, hear me out. What if he doesn't plan on taking the job at all? What if Brian Flores at this interview is trying to set up a trap for Sean Payton to admit that he was wrongfully terminated? And then he takes that recording evidence for his lawsuit and makes gazillions from the NFL. Ever think about that? Why would they do that? 
That can't be true. What do you mean? Here's why. You want to know why? Hmm? He wants to coach. Why is he coaching if that's his big plan? If that was his big plan, he wouldn't coach. No, no, no. You would just wait till this was over. But this, yes. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you understand? You are giving. If 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 you are saying to me that this coaching thing uh-huh. uh, has kept you from getting a job. Yep. You're coaching now. And the Dude. Dolphins and the Dolphins can always say other reasons as to why you got fired. Okay, I get it, but here's the thing. Oh. There'll be other interviews. There'll be other jobs. How often do you get a chance to sit down one-on-one with evidence? So he can sit down with evidence and try and do it. evidence too. He's coaching. What? He's coaching. Nah, he got no. He's uh, co- he's coaching because because Mike Tomlin is that dude and 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 uh, okay. said he wants him in the fold. Okay, but you I'm know t- you do realize he's still getting his money, right? From what? From being a head coach. Uh, is he? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Even with the lawsuit. Yes. Okay, but even still, even still, that's not the point of his lawsuit. The law- point of his lawsuit's not uh, collecting. What's owed to him, he believes he was wrongfully terminated. If he was wrongfully terminated with a white coach who was going to take his job, though he was winning at football, and now that coach who didn't get the job in Miami because you sued the Dolphins, now he has an opportunity to talk to him one-on-one and really add to his case. Now, all of a sudden, you you would take that opportunity. You're forgetting one huge aspect of this whole story. Yep. Brian Flores wants to coach. Yes, he does. But would you turn down an opportunity? If you were trying to solve a case, would you turn down an opportunity to interview with a star witness? Like I could go take the Cardinals gig if I, if that works out for me. But but why would he do it? Because all you, could, all you, all you got to do is, is subpoena him and get him in the, Answer questions? Dude, subpoena people prep for that. If you weasel your way in and catch Sean Payton with his guard down, like look at Brian Flores being the bigger man, coming to me to coach on my staff. And you then call, all of a sudden, call him to offer him the job. Dude, I'm he didn't just you. show up and say, I'm here to interview. For, uh, That's what they did. They requested present he, he requested permission to interview with him. So he goes to that interview. No, 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 no. He has to request from Pittsburgh. Right. Right. But he has to get the initial call from Sean Payton, right? And so the interview. He's so he's, he's not he's not saying, "Oh, I'm going to go interview for this Denver job." No, he was called and asked. I know, but that's what I'm saying, dude. The opportunity landed right in his right in his lap. Can can I just say <sighs> that you have hit an all time low? Oh, no, dude, mark I, the tape. This is not and fair. Mark the tape, Marcos. This you is, don't think there's anything? This to is this? hold on. Mark the tape, February 3rd, 11-29. This is when Tobin was at his lowest. Sexy Sauce says, is it even legal to secretly record someone in Colorado? I know it's illegal in Florida. I think those types of things are illegal for, like, crime investigations. I don't know about civil suits. Who knows? 
if you happen to stumble upon that evidence, if a Zoom gets leaked, what's who? What's the harm? What's the foul? Oh, sorry. Brian Flores didn't realize his iPhone was on this whole time. Sean Payton admitted that there was Stephen Ross's plan the entire time to ax him, hire him, and Vic Fangio and Tom Brady. Oops. If that's the case, just out of curiosity, if that's the case, mm-hmm. who is the last person Sean Payton would call to be his defense coordinator? Brian Flores. Okay. But he did. Why? Because he thinks he got away scot-free. This is what egomaniacs do, Leroy. They never think they're going to get caught. They never think they're going to get caught. What's more of an egomaniac? A guy who did all the things you say he did Mm -hmm. and asked Brian Flores to come and be the defensive coordinator or a guy who did all those things and asked the former head coach of the team you're coaching to be defensive coordinator. Yeah, but this is plan B. He he did ask Vic Fangio. So, I can't. I can't. You, you, what? Is this the right way to send you off? Dude, they ain't got a chance at this hospital. You got me all just angry. I don't even know why I'm mad. I think Marcus agrees with me. No, he doesn't. He's looking he at me I was like, looking it up. Are you sure he's still getting paid, Leroy? He says because Flores refused to sign paperwork that would have muzzled him. Oh, I, don't, I don't think yeah. he is getting okay. paid. From his yeah. lawsuit, he had no Dolphins buyout, no, which I think means... It, I, I don't okay. think he is getting paid. Yeah. He didn't sign. Yeah. So he, he does need the money. He is gathering evidence because he is going to sue for a gajillion dollars. He can all, and also, he can still coach. Look he just that. doesn't coach with the Broncos. But mm-hmm. he has the opportunity to yeah. talk to a, a, a key cog in the lawsuit one-on-one you know to get him to answer wow. for his crimes. I figured it out. Gather that evidence. You watch too many damn cartoons. <laughs> dude. Life is not Looney Tunes, dude. Life is not Looney Tunes. What you cooking, Doc? Rabbit. Dude, I got to like, be honest what, with you. What the hell? This has never been clear to me. I know what Brian. Hey, good for him. Dolphin, Dolphin Kane, let me just say to you right now. You're egging him on. <laughs> in any future conversations, a down, this, down this line, I blame you. Because you're egging him on. And all he needs to see is one person that says Tobin was right. That means he thinks he has the door to go. Speaking of the door to go. Speaking of the door to go, we open up the door to Greece. Greek Woj, the man Greek who is Woj. he is he's boots on the zoom. He's all over the place. Christo Saltos. We talk a little all-star, talk a little bam, all that with him. He's the man. We love talking to him. We'll talk to Cristo Saltos coming up next. Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with the on 560 WQAM. Uh, we're going to talk to our guy, Christo Saltis, here in just a second. But first, Marcus, can you give us a weather update from the Desmond and Dover Law Firm? Your accessattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Call them at 866-954-MORE. Oh, yeah. I got uh, It's beautiful outside. Uh, no planes. Wow. I don't see any planes. Is There's that a no technical planes term? Flying. 
Uh, yes, it is indeed. All the real weather experts use beautiful outside, and it. we're looking at a uh, seventy-nine or something. I don't, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm just gonna guess that right there. Not too windy. I don't see trees moving. Solana, do you see trees moving? Nope. No trees moving. Solana's there early. Solana is there early because he's getting ready for his All-Star appearance. So you know, uh, the NHL All-Star thing. I think he's gonna be over there. Are you gonna be over oh. there? Is that why you're here so early? Yeah. He's actually folding his hands down. He wants to start the interview, guys. He wants to see Christos, all right? Fair enough. Let's get to the legend himself, all right? Let's get to him. Let's go to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toyota's indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. He covers the NBA for SCNA Greece. He is a sensation, and we love talking to him. It is great to have him back on the show. Christos Saltis joining us here. What's going on, Christos? Hello, hello. How are you? It's good, buddy. Thanks for uh, making time for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Dude, I always, always ask this when I did morning drive about sleep. They always ask me, hey, when do you sleep? You know, you're going to heat games. You're getting up early. This this goes a different level for you, man, because I was like, I'm going to ask if you can come on the show. But like you were up watching like were you watching the, the were you watching Giannis by last night? Because it's like four in the morning there, dude. Like when when are you able to sleep after watching all this basketball? Actually, when Yanni started, it was uh, 5 a.m. here in Greece, and the game finished almost seven, half past 7 a.m. Uh, and after the game, yeah. But I, to be honest, I watched the first half of the game. All right. There you go. Got a little slumber in there, man. Yeah. Uh, Christos, you know, uh, we know you love Bam. Bam has uh, had a fantastic year. What was your reaction to him uh, making his second All-Star team? Finally, the, the defensive player of the year is an All-Star. For me, it's case close that Bam is the defensive player of the year. How like do you feel like he gets the respect he's get he deserves, Christos? I was getting upset about this last hour. I just feel like even still, people uh, I know he got the respect from the coaches, he got the respect from the players, but to see where he was in the fan voting and still some of the media pundits, how how do you feel uh Bam is received uh, all over the world with the respect that he gets? Maybe he hasn't the attention that he deserves, but game by game uh, performance by performance, I think he he earned the respect through the as the season goes on. He earned the respect. What do you think has been the uh, the thing that's impressed you the most about him this year? Like as far as improvements concerned, uh, the consistency that he he brings to the table, especially on offensive end, because he's so good on uh, on the defensive end. But on offensive end, he he put so many he did so many things. He can shoot from he can. Uh, Put on his arsenal his uh, mid-range shot that he's really good. He can run the floor. He can. He has the same uh, the same intensity on both ends, and uh, that's his, that's really impressive by any means. What was the uh, the biggest snub from yesterday's All Star game? You look around. There was is a tough year, man. There was a lot of good players, a lot of guys deserving. Uh, did one stick out to you, or a couple stick out to you in particular of uh, those who didn't make the All Star team? Yeah, De'Aaron Fox was the biggest snub by far. He may he he does his biggest the best season of his career. The Sacramento Kings are a winning team finally, but he didn't uh, select uh, as an All Star, and I think that that was the biggest snub, bigger than uh, James Harden or Anthony Edwards or Anthony Davis. Yeah, I agree with that. They've been they've been awesome this year, and you know I get it. Like Sabonis, maybe you know gets more of the headlines than Fox does, but. It, that's tough. You feel like the Kings have been waiting this long to be this good for a while. How do you not give the respect to those guys? 
Yeah, I think uh, the Kings earned the respect as a team, but uh, I think Fox uh, should be an all-star. But there, there were so many players, and Jaren Jackson was really good this season. And uh, it was so... so uh, I think he, he deserved to be an all-star, but the, the selection was so tough. Absolutely. We're talking to Christo Saltes, SDNA Greece. Uh, what is uh what's it been like, man, covering like since the uh since we talked to you when you were like blowing up in the uh the bubble and you were on all these zooms, you're still doing it. Like you're still uh trying to cover this uh this sport from from you know half a world away. Uh, have you has the, the embrace still been the same? Uh have you loved it even more now that some of the players even know you more? What's what's the experience been like in that? Uh the passion is the same year by year. Uh it's something that I choose and I, I, I really love to cover NBA games. And this season in Paris, I had the opportunity to, to cover in person my first NBA game. So it was, it, it was a blessing moment for me and I will not stop. To be honest, I will not stop. I, I really love to watch NBA games after midnight and uh, I, I will continue to do this. You uh, you went to the ones in Paris, right? Like that was uh, they came over. Was it was it the Bulls and the Pistons? Is that who was yeah, over there? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So what was that? Like? What was that like to you, man? Was that like a dream come true? The all of a sudden, like to to get a chance to do that in person? For sure, it was it was a dream. Yeah, uh, but the biggest dream is to travel to the United States to watch a game, Miami Heat. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, that's got, dude, that's got to happen. As soon, like, there's no doubt a first stop. It feels like it has to, is the heat, like, is that the, the, the team? I mean, no favorites. I understand you got to cover everybody, but like, is that the, uh, the players there? They really do. I can tell you personally from being in the room, they love when you get on there, man. Like you bring a smile to everybody's face when they get to hear your questions, your coverage from it. Uh, are they your favorite team to, to get to cover? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they always get. They, they're very excited about that. What uh, what's out there, Christos, right now that um is impressing you the most in the league? I, I think outside of Miami, what is uh, who's the person that just has you like shaking your head every night with how impressive they've been? Well, the the Sacramento Kings are the the most impressive team in my eyes because they they turned from a losing team to a winning team, a playoff caliber team, and the way they are playing is really impressive. Kevin Erter was a huge acquisition for them. He shot over with 40% from uh, from uh, behind the arc, and it's really impressive. It's Mike Brown's job is uh, it's great in uh, in Sacramento, and for me, it's the most fun to watch team. Do you think that, that the Sacramento Kings? Do you think that they can like actually do something in the playoffs this year? Because I think everybody is pretty stunned how high they are right now in the West. Uh, well, the first the first thing for for them is to to advance to the playoffs, and then everything can happen. But if they will have a, a home court advantage, that in my eyes it's a little bit difficult because the good teams, the the favorites in in the West, they will uh, they will raise their their level after the the All Star break. And I think the the Sacramento Kings maybe they will be in sixth or fifth seed in in the West. What uh? What about what have been your, been your impressions? Not just a band, but of the Heat. Uh, this has been a kind of roller coaster season. It got off to a very slow start. Um, what have you made about them? You've covered them close for a lot of years. Do you think that this Heat team has you know the ability to compete in the East, or do you feel that they need to make a trade? Uh, is it just a case of coming together? What What have been your impressions of Miami so far this year? 
To be honest, uh, this season reminds me a lot the 2020-21 season from the Miami Heat. A lot of uh, ups and downs, a lot of inconsistency on, on offensive end, but they are unpredictable. They can beat everybody and they can lose from everybody. And uh, to be honest, I, I expected to see more from Nikola Jovic, the rookie, because his potential is really high and I didn't see so much from him uh, so far in the season. But maybe a trade before the trade deadline can help uh, and can raise the level of the team a lot. Did you hear anything about him coming in, Christos? Like, was there buzz about him over in Europe at all? Because I remember speaking with him at Media Day. You know, he is obviously he comes in with a different mentality because the international players kind of taken over the league. So he comes in with a different uh, confidence. You know, he's running into some health things. But like, was there was there a lot of buzz around him coming into the NBA draft? Because I don't think many Heat fans heard about him until he was selected. Yeah, it's it's normal for, uh, for me. But Jovic has the talent. And uh, he always has the confidence because he's starting his career from this in the same place that Nikola Jokic started his career too. And uh, in this place, everybody who everybody who plays for Mega, the team in Serbia, has has a great potential to be to be a good player. And in Europe, there there's there's always an, an interest about uh, Jovic, uh, Jovic's progress. But so far, we as we we didn't see so much from him. There's uh, aware about uh, about his uh, his condition. Look, man, we appreciate you giving us some time, dude. Thank you so much for uh, spending it with us. I'm sure you'll be locked in tomorrow because you got a Greek freak tomorrow against the Heat, a big matchup, Heat and Bucks. Uh, so thanks for spending some time with us, Christos. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a great day. There you go, Christos Saltos, Estina Greece. You guys can go follow him on social media. Christos is at, let me get you his handle, Saltus46. That's T-S-A-L-T-A-S 46. The man, the legend. That is, oh, hello, Dan Day. Yes, I got a full crew back here, man. We're just seeing. I noticed that. Like, everybody's just very busy with with what's going on over there. Discussing the logistics of this whole stream yard thing and how to get it. You know, appropriately placed, and Dan is juggling tape. Also, that's also I see that for sure. Only one tape, though, not really a juggle. Christos is light. Every time I hear him, I just get happy. He's the man. He has a great voice. If he did like uh, Quiet Storm Radio, I'd listen to that. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's tremendous. So we appreciate Christos stopping by. We will get you some cat talk. Get you caught up. We get to your texts and all that. Back with more after this. 